Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignan. All right, Chris, we had a preseason game, but more importantly, today, we had final cuts. Uh, I, I think we get into the cuts first. I think that's what people want to hear, want to talk about. Uh, and then we can talk about, you know, some some performers in the preseason game, although some of those performers aren't here anymore. Although <laughs> one of the one of the things you said, I can't believe you tweeted it because I was thinking it when he threw, puts his arm out, when Davis Webb puts his left arm out and cocks his right arm back and throw. I'm like, man, that is Kerry Collins. And you uh, friggin tweeted it. You said yeah. he's giving me ter- Kerry Collins flashbacks. And I hope that's what you were referring to, because that's what I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except yeah, he the, looked uh, like him. Yeah, Collins had a really powerful, pretty good arm. He had a little yeah. bit of a better arm. But I was just saying, it was like that big body, the way he was thrown. I was like, oh, form, man, this guy, this still looks like Kerry Collins from years ago. You know? Form was <laughs> identical to yeah. Kerry Collins, dude. We used to, th- I used to do it at tailgates, throw that way, with the left <laughs> arm forward. Right, right. It right. was like perfect form. And I saw it, and I'm like, wow, look at this. He said it. He friggin' said it. Uh, but anyway. Well, look, um, yeah. You know, they stay on Davis Webb a little bit. You know, sure. I, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. You know, that dude is a, it, it, it's definitely improved in a lot of things from years ago when we first, you know, saw yeah. him when we hit his first go around with the Giants. No question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dable, you know, I think, you know, up the year up in Buffalo and learning from, believe it or not, Josh Allen, which he admitted he learned some things from Josh Allen. Uh, he's, this system that Dable runs uh, really seemed to fit. Davis Webb, but yeah. let's let's not be full. You know, let's not be full. People, there's always a couple of guys every preseason that fools people. And oh my god, why? So when you heard, you know, when I put out today that Davis Webb was getting released, which we all knew, right? I mean, there was a lot of people like, I can't believe this. He's better than Taylor. This guy's swinging all over the place. And I, you know, look, Davis Webb is Davis Webb. He's, you know, he was a third string guy last year in Buffalo. All right, he's a reason why he was thinking about coaching this year, not playing. Yeah. You know, when you're going against the other team's threes and you, the vanilla defenses and all that, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, he improved a lot of things and he looked good. But that's not going to fool coaches. I mean, the coaches know what the hell they're looking at. And trust me, when I'm telling you, you know, there's a lot of times I saw in practices when Wink was sending a house at him. Yeah. You know, he was just throwing the ball over the lot. Okay, so. There's a reason why Davis Webb is a number three, has basically been a three is five years in the league, whatever it is. And, and he's not Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is a much better backup quarterback, much better quarterback, period, than Davis Webb. Uh, has nothing to do with 11 million. I saw that on Twitter today. Oh, well, you know, he's got 11 million, so they're not going to, you know, they, they're not going to. Listen, Taylor's a better quarterback. That's why he's backing up Daniel. Don't be preseason fooled. Uh, which happens every preseason. You know, there's always a couple of guys that stand out and they go, oh, what happened? You know, but these coaches look for more than that, you know. Um, so Davis Webb probably will be back. I could see him being on a practice squad. Um, like we we talked about this before, that this is our first go around with Brian Dable and Joe Shane yeah. building a roster. Mm-hmm. The, the initial 53 roster, okay? So we didn't know exactly, well, they're going to keep – Four tight ends? Are they going to keep yeah. six receivers? Are they, are they going to keep ten offensive linemen? How many defensive? We didn't really know because this is our first goal, right? You could kind of, you could maybe judge a little bit off Buffalo, but 
you know, it depends on what's heavy in other positions. They don't they don't do it like that. Like, yeah. okay, every year, like, oh, I'm gonna have exactly three tight ends. I'm gonna have four hundred. No, it depends. You know, when they're top heavy, are they loaded more in one position? Do they need more in another position and all that? So now we got a little feel, Jerry. Right? Yeah. I mean, they went with three tight ends, four running backs. Right now, seven receivers. Right. Um, and right now, two quarterbacks. We didn't know if they were going to do three quarterbacks. So right now, it's two quarterbacks. Webb will probably be back maybe as in the practice squad. Yep. Um, and that's you know that's where we're at. Now you get a little feel of what Dable likes to do. You know. Um, yeah. Nine offensive linemen. That's that's what he usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we could cover it position by position, Jerry. Yeah, if let's you go. Want. That's the best way to do it, dude. Let's let's do that. Well, let's, let's do, do that. Dable and Kafka. You know and. Their specialty, and that, uh, and that's going to be uh, offense. So wide receiver. Yeah. Look, there's a, we could get into Darius Slayton. There was a story out there that the Giants were receiving phone calls. Um, mm-hmm. That is true. You know, people were filling out Joe Shane about Slayton, mm-hmm. um, and it, we'll see what happens in the next few days. That's still a possibility. You know, right now they have what seven receivers. Sills makes the team. Sills made it. Sills mm-hmm. Army for right now. Richie James, uh, you know, Richie James over Backman, Chris over Backman, um, and all that. So now we'll see what happens if they don't make any moves and then they bring in some other guys, other positions. That means the guy has to get caught and released, Mm -hmm. you know. So Sills isn't really safe right now. Richie James, I believe, is because he's a return guy, you know, which Um, which spelled the end for CJ Board as well. I mean, aside from the injury. Uh, it became very expendable. Now, I mean, C.J. Board is, is a, like you always say, nice player, but not a guy who does anything particularly great, in my opinion. So, um, right. look, it is what it is. It's a numbers game now. We need, we need playmakers. So Yeah, you know, the five or six receivers, you know, they better be pretty good specials. And, you know, C.J. Board was all right. He, he right. wasn't a bad little player, but they're going to go with Richie James. Yeah. And David Sills, he's earned the right. You know, he's had a really nice camp. And we'll, you know, he's earned the right to be on his 53 right now. Um, he's a big kid. And, you know, they liked him and they, and they kept him. Um, Do you expect Slayton to be there when the season starts, Chris? Um, Just curious. I, I, I think that I, I have a feeling they're going to move him. Oh, okay. I have a feeling they might move him. Okay. Uh, they're going to try to move him, you know. And we'll see. Um, what, what could they? What could they possibly expect to get from him? For him, uh, a seventh, you know. Yeah, especially since what the, the the Eagles gave up a fifth and a sixth for a slot corner slash safety today, right? Like, I mean, yeah, a seventh, right? I, I agree. They yeah. would probably get a seventh. I, I would say, Jerry, you hope a seventh. I mean, you figure uh, a seventh, you know, that, right. a seventh. If you get a six, God bless you, you know. Right, right. Depends how much how bad a team really wants them, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm starting to look at the rosters now and now that the 53s are in and, you know, who, who might yeah. need a receiver, you know, who, you know, who, what, what injured, what receivers just got injured on the team. And mm-hmm. I look at the Colts, so they could use a guy, so, you know, stuff like that. And, I, I, you know, but listen, they, they are receiving calls and we'll see what Joe Shane does. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, yep. look, Kenny Galladay is another interesting name that everybody wants to pile on, you know. They're not, they won't go to cut him, Jerry. Can't do it. It, can't. it just wasn't happening. Yep. Not this year. Yep. It's just That's too right. big, too much guaranteed money. Yeah. And too much dead cash. I think it costs more if they cut him, too. They're right. going to pay like an additional $6 million or something if they cut right. him. So it's not just dead money, it's right. more money. Right. So, so it's not going to happen. Are they real happy with Ken Galladay? 
No, not his work ethic, not the, not the personality that they, they like that. They like him, right. but they're just not real happy with what he's bringing to the table right now. That I can yeah. tell you. Yeah. And they're very concerned about, you know, burst speed and separation. And But this is the mess, Jerry, that Joe Shane and Brian Dable inherited. Yeah, it is. Now, Kadarius Tony is another one. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Right. And there's frustration going on. Yeah, Chris, I, I got to be honest. I keep saying inactive, uh, hopefully active week one. Like, from a fan's perspective, it, it's you got to be kidding me. Uh, hopefully active week one isn't done anything. Well, Jerry, <laughs> what Brian Dables is saying, he's hopefully yeah. he's going to be active week one. Yeah. Because they don't know. Right. Because right. they thought he was going to play in the Jets game. And Tony said he couldn't go. Yeah. So... It's like week to week. I think the coaching staff right now is at a point where, well, we're not going to play the kid if he keeps saying, I can't play. Right. So that's where they're at with Tony right now. You know, obviously his legs bothered him and he feels he can't play. And um, the coaching staff's not going to put him out there. And Ronnie Barnes is not going to put him out there if Kadarius says, you know, oh, this is still bothering me, this and that. So that's what he, you know, that's why he came in and said his leg was still an issue with. So they, they didn't play him in the last game against the Jets. They're yeah, not going to put you out there. It's you so know? frustrating. So frustrating. Right. Um, and, and he's got so much potential, so much talent, but he cannot or will not get on the field. And it's just it's maddening um, to see these updates every day. And, then you, and, again, we saw today another highlight of him catching the ball. Oh, great. He catches the ball in practice. Thanks. Get, mm-hmm. on, the, you know, get on the field. Get healthy. Come yeah. on, man. And to hear – Week one, when you haven't played for so long and you don't really know what the injury is, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. No, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. Look, the, the regular season is under two weeks away. You know what? Yeah. It is what it is anymore is no. The bell's ringing in two weeks, bro. You got to get out there. Yeah, I mean. from Daniel from, needs you out yeah. there. Yeah. You know, no, no Giant fans are going to want to hear like, oh, oh, well, whatever, you know, Tony, try, uh, well, well, he's not playing, you know. I guess it is what it is, what it is, because people are getting frustrated all over the freaking place, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Because I'm like, just you just said, Jerry, yeah. like you just said, Jerry, like you just said, Jerry, when I put stuff on Twitter, or all the beat writers put stuff on Twitter, and you see him making these one-handed grabs in practice, and he looks great making cuts, yeah. and then he's not playing. Yeah, right. So now we we have to hope he's, you know, he's resting it up. Yeah. He's dedicated, 100% committed, and ready to roll for Tennessee. We'll um, because... You know, the feeling was that he was going to play against the Jets and get some much-needed reps, and he couldn't go. And it hurts Daniel, too, bro. This is a lot sure of... it does. Jerry, this is a lot of timing in this offense. Yeah. A lot of timing, you know? Who does, so, who does Jones have the best chemistry with right now, Chris, at, at, at the receiver position? <laughs> David Sills. There it is. I knew it. I knew the answer. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. It, doesn't, it makes total sense. You, now, there. if I would have said that back in May... <laughs> Hey Jerry, you know uh, David Sills is going to be uh, has the most connect, has the biggest connection with Daniel, has the most communicate best communication with Daniel. You'll be like Chris, what, what are you? What are you on freaking crack? You know, like, we're in trouble. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. But that's what I'd say. right now it will be Jerry. It yeah. will be Sterling Shepard. Yeah, it will be as soon as Shep, you know, um, is ramped up more and he'll be playing against Tennessee and. As soon as he starts getting some reps, I might take a you know I might take a game or two before they're on it, but it will be Shepard. Yeah. But 
And if you don't think that connection has something to do with still st- – because if you're in a wide receiver room right now and you're with Dable and you're in a meeting and a wide receiver, you know, and they're coming to you and saying, well, if Dable goes, you know, hey, uh, who's got the best th- Who's got the best communication going on with Daniel right now? It's it's Sills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is it, you know, the CJ boards and the stuff like that. And we talk, hey, this coaching staff and this general manager, they don't all, they, this isn't their team, bro. Right. Anybody could go, you know? Yep. And yep. I'm telling you right now, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, bro, if it wasn't for Galladay's contract, he yeah, would be gone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, I mean, you, you probably know more than I do. I'm just saying. I, no, yes, no. I can see it. I'm telling you, he would be gone. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with Kenny's personality, his work ethic. He's just that. He's just. Doesn't have it. He just, right now, he just doesn't have it. He hasn't shown he's had it. Right. He didn't do nothing to preseason pre- games. He had maybe two good practices. Yeah. I think he had one good practice, or maybe another one. And I actually asked Daniel in the press. Was that Kenny's best practice <laughs> you know and even yeah. jones like well well yeah he was being that yeah that was one of them it, it was like the only one <laughs> you know maybe one other one you know right and <laughs> so uh, they didn't have it in a mess and they're gonna have to, it's gonna take time but we are moving on to the regular season of 53 um yeah. so that receiver wise look thank god jerry yeah sterling shepherd recovered rehabbed and is gonna make it back this fast right but can yes. you imagine if he was still out to halloween no, like that was the initial prognosis. Like I'll oh, be out the middle of October, maybe around Halloween. Remember? Because when I look, when I look at this list, it's like I, I got to be honest with you, Chris. Based on how much they've practiced and how they've looked, mm-hmm. according to what you said, I mean, is is Richie James the guy with the second most chemistry with Jones? I, I don't know. It's not. It's not Shepard right now. No, uh, you know. I think uh, it's Wandell. I, I think right now it's Sills and then Wandell. Okay, fine. That's fine. Rob, you know. Fine. Yeah. I, I, I think Wandell has got, you know, he does some good things with Daniel. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Wandell is a kid that had a really strong beginning of the camp. He's been kind of quiet, you know, the last yeah. few weeks. Even in the scrim, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, he didn't practice against the Jets. He didn't scrimmage against the Jets. He was out. He's had a little, he had a little shit going on. But, you know, preseason game, he's been really quiet. But yeah. now they're going to start scheming with him, too. So let's don't, don't judge that too much either. But right now, Sills and then mm. Wandell have the best connection going on with him. You know, yeah. uh, Wandell. So. Now, that being said, Jerry, you know, Kadarius Tony could say, and I'm sure he is, all right, I'm ready to roll. You know, I, I was resting this leg and knee, and regular season's here, coach. Let's go, you know, and then you know what kind of fact that he could be on the field. You know, yeah. so, but yeah. the, the issue right now with Kadarius is that right now, Jerry, on August 30th, me and you cannot say, Man, Kadarius will be there against Tennessee, and it's time. To, we just don't know. Yeah, yeah. We don't know because, hey, dude, I was told he's going to uh, be uh, participate in the joint scrimmage against the Jets. He didn't. I was told they were hoping to play against the Jets in the preseason game. That was the plan. He didn't. And now we'll see it September 11th if he plays against Tennessee. Because, Jerry, I, I can't lie to everybody, and I, can't, I don't want to fool everybody. I always say like it is. I don't want to bullshit you, Jerry, and say, oh, Jerry, he'll be there at Tennessee against Tennessee. No question. Yeah. No, I can't say that, dude. Can't say it. It, it just sounds like it's 50-50 at best. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, my God. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, Jerry. That guy has so much talent. He can't get on the field. Since he hasn't played and the way he's moving and practice and all that crap, I'm going to go a little higher than 50-50. I'm going to go like 70-30, Jerry, right? But 
That 30 is like a strong 30. You know what I mean, yeah, Jerry? 30, like 30 is high, man. You get what I'm saying? Like that yeah. 30 is not like usually his 70 30 go, oh, he's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that 30 with him is like you just don't know. Yep. You just don't know. So All right. Let, let's let's go to different position. Let's go to, let's go to offensive back. line. I was going to say running back. If you don't mind. Okay, you want to go to running back? We'll go to running yeah, back. Yeah, just, I mean, so, nothing, no surprises. Um, no. It, no. Basically what you've been saying. Barkley, Breida, yeah. Brightwell, Williams. Corbin yeah. was the odd man out we thought he would be. Maybe a yeah. practice squad. Yeah, yeah, guy. I'm pretty sure practice squad, yeah. And, uh, and Chris Myrick, which I was surprised to see listed at running back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it well, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, H-back. Well, but no surprises. We'll there. slide him down to tight end when we talk about him. Sure. But the four running backs, that's what we expected. We expected, and I expected him to keep four. He did. Yeah. Um, Brightwell and Williams are good special teams guys. Yeah. And they both could run the ball a little bit. Yep. But you obviously, Saquon and Breida are going to be, and then, you know, but those two guys, look, Antonio Williams really helped himself because he's a pretty good special team at dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he showed he could run the ball a little bit, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's a deep backfield, a very deep backfield. Right. Look, I mean, based on what we saw in, in preseason, extremely deep. So right. I'm excited to see what Breida brings to the table. So too. one of those guys will be inactive for game days. Yeah. Two, you know, they'll, they'll activate three, you know, and they got yeah. an H back with the, with the tight end. So which one is out? We'll see, Jeb, because Brightwell, it looks like Brightwell, they'll line it up to be the kickoff returner, dude. Really? So Antonio Williams is probably going to be odd man out. Okay. You know, they looked at Brightwell last week against the Jets. From what I understand, they kind of liked it. Um, and it looks like Richie James right now. Right now. Now, this could change with McGahee and Dable in the next two weeks. But I'll, you know, I'll be there, obviously, seeing some things before the media has to shut down. Because we are now in game week process. You know, the training camp shit is over with, you know? Yeah. So now you only go for a certain part of you know, the session. session, And then, and then you got to shut it down. But... It looks like they're thinking Richie James. Uh, I don't think they want to take the chance with a Dory Jackson, Jerry. No, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think they're going to take. My I don't think, God, how could you? <laughs> I don't think they're going to take a chance with Shep. Maybe, maybe in certain situations when he gets back. Yeah. So I think it's this is why you keep it, Richie James, right? So it's, yeah. it looks like Richie James, and and look for Brightwell maybe be on his kickoff returns, but we'll we'll know a little bit more. Um, you know, as but Brightwell's also a good kickoff return guy. You know, uh, you know he's good coverage guy and kickoff. Returns to so so those four are in, you know one of them will be inactive for game day. Yeah. We'll yeah. find out. Who, to me, if Brightwell obviously is that is that's their kickoff guy, Jerry and Tony Williams will not be active on game days, uh, and that's where we're at for there. You know, and so somebody plays himself out, either gets injured or Breeder doesn't look that good, or whatever it might be. So it's interesting if you ask me who the Giants' kickoff returners have been over the last four years, I'd, I'd struggle to come up with it. It just seems like a revolving door <laughs> there since yeah. since Dwayne Harris left. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was the last yeah. guy I can say. Oh, yeah, right, he was right. our kick returner. Right. Outside of that, it's, oh, man, I have to think about this based on what year it is. And uh, I mean, Gary Brewell might be the most jacked kick returner in the yeah. league. Or, or Richie James <laughs> does both. You know, we'll see. Yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe. We'll see. So, all right. Tight end. Yeah, so tight end, um, they went with the three. This was a, a, this was a position, Jerry, that we didn't quite know because this is our first, you know, rodeo with Dable if they were going to go three or four. Yep. Uh, so he goes with the three. He Austin Allen, the, the kid from Nebraska, gets released today. Yeah, it's a shame. He's rooting for him. And uh, yeah, so it was I. Right. So and, and you know, Bellinger doesn't look like he really did have a concussion last game. Looks like he's fine. Yeah, that was that was actually guys. Good news on the injury front, huh? Right. Uh, and then Chris Mayak and, and and the kid, they, you know, the guy they brought in Tanner Hudson. They just signed the other day. What does Tanner Hudson bring, Chris? Anything? I, you know, he's body. He's just a body. He's a Ricky Seals. J- Ricky Seals. J- Jones type. He's probably a better blocker, Ricky Seals Jones. You know. Uh, okay. But you know, look, he just got released, right? The Giants picked him up. You know, these teams are releasing guys before the cutdown day for a reason. Okay. 
Do you do you see them uh, upgrading there? I think there's a possibility. You know, uh, I know I know guys like OJ Howard are out there now. Um, yeah, you know. So I'm sure Joe Shane's going to look at the tight ends. I don't know exactly all the tight ends that are released. Um, that's a possibility, yeah, without okay. question. That's a possibility of an upgrade. That, that's, you know, Jerry, that's a pretty thin position, bro, going into Very the season. Thin. You know, yeah. because Ballinger is not a, you know, he's not a well-rounded tight end right now. I like to catch him in against the Jets. Made a couple of catches before he kind of got banged up a little bit and left. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's got to work on some technique issues with blocking. You know, and he's got to get the scheme, his offense down. I like the potential, no doubt about it, but is that the guy you really want to say, okay, he's our number one guy going into the season? No. Ideally, he would have been the second guy coming in this year. Absolutely. Because it's such a hard position to learn going from college to the pros. So, so um, Chris, before we go on, just hang on one second, guys. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. Yeah, so we got we got to hold on one more year, Jerry, to Michael Mayer from Notre Dame is here, and that'll be our Bavaro for the next ten years. So uh, we'll hold on to that baby. So let's go to the offensive uh, line. I was actually going to do a Notre Dame quote before from Rudy with Sterling Shepard. I, I would imagine that David would tell Shepard if he can put his heart into other receivers' bodies, <laughs> their offense would be spectacular. So, that is a great life in a movie, right? Thought of that one before, but go ahead. Yeah. Although I have to admit, every time I see that movie and I see that guy playing the, uh, the coach, I think of the Exorcist. The Exorcist. I think I mean, of the Exorcist. Every time I see that guy, no matter what movie or TV show is, I think of the Exorcist. You know, Father so, Damien freaks me right. out when I'm watching Rudy. Right. right. <laughs> Plus, he's older. Maybe <laughs> looks like he get possessed any maybe, second. Maybe you like to hear about the different personality. There's only one. <laughs> right. No. Right. So, so Jerry, uh, let's slide over to the offense. Think about that. That guy played in the most evil movie of all time, and then he played the coach of Notre Dame. Right, right. You talk about both ends of the fuck. He played nothing else. Excuse me. Yeah, right. He played nothing else anyway. Yeah. Poor guy's taking his Satan in one seat, and next thing he's like, he's like a practically a Catholic priest head coach. Oh my god. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about the offensive line. Uh, any surprises on your end, dude? Did you did you see any surprises? No, based on what you said, uh, Devery Hamilton, um, the swing guy, it had looked very good. Any surprises? Not really. I, I no. Um, I think there may be guys like Shane Lemieux that are put on an injured list, and then He's someone going else is brought in. He's going on IR. Right, but I, I don't. I don't see any. Right? Maybe maybe. Josh Reeves? But, um, no. <laughs> well, no, maybe always... Douglas getting cut based on the fact that he was getting some playing time and you were right. hearing good things about him, what you were saying. Maybe that's slightly, but it wasn't right. like when they cut Jameel Douglas, I was like, oh, my God, how could this happen? So, not really you want to You, you want to know my reaction when they cut Jameel Douglas? Yeah. Thank God we got an offensive line coach that gets rid of the mediocre talent. <laughs> okay, there you go. Fine, sure. Right. I mean, remember last year when Gettleman brought him in? They thought, like, oh, we got Jamil. And he was, like, he was like, come on, man. You know? Yeah. So why Jamil Douglas got it? Well, they liked every Hamilton because he could play guard and tackle. Yeah. ZDU, obviously, a draft pick. Hopefully, he's up to speed for the first game. And Ben Brennison, Jerry, they liked that heat when he played center in yes, practice, right, in the right. game. So you got a couple guys that could play center. Max Garcia, the veteran, which at the beginning of camp, dude, I, I think I even put it out there. I was like this about him, but he was going to yeah. make the team. Yeah, but he proved reliable. He proved he could handle center if he has to. So you got a couple of guys that could. Here's the thing: they're all versatile, Jerry. Yeah, they're all versatile. Derry could play guard and left ta- uh, tackle. Azidio could play both. Max Garcia could play guard and center, and Brennison could play guard and center. Yeah. So that you know, and the other guys, 
they were all sent on their way. Will Holden, I, I was watching him against the Jets, and I said, I was saying to myself, there's no way this guy is making a team. And, and your boy Eric Smith was. And Eric Smith, who's absolute sweet out of a guy, too. I really love Eric Smith. Yeah. I remember for that, but but he's just not a good football player, bro. Yeah. You know, he's just not a good football player. So that's where they're at. Uh, Chris, look, if, McKeth- if McKethin was healthy, yeah, which, yeah. which offensive lineman's in Probably the Probably, I would say Hamilton. Okay. I would say Hamilton might have went. Yeah. Okay. Because they were cross training McKethin. At the time he got hurt, Jerry, they were cross training McKethin. He was playing tackle, too. Right. So I think they would have went with McKethin, Ezidio, and Brennison, you know, and maybe okay. and Garcia. Uh, I think Devery might have been. Oh, it would have been close between Hamilton and Garcia. But who knows, Jerry, because Hamilton could play tackle, too. It might have been, it might have been Garcia. It might have been. Yeah, I'm just curious. You know, yep. but, um, but that, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's not even a scenario now. So, And Shane Lemieux, there's no timetable right now, right? Uh, Jerry, he's going to go on IR, I'm sure. Look for him to go on IR in the next few days. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, and then they're going to have to try to get Ezio or Brennison to play left, play left guard. You know, the first game. Oh, Devery Hamilton. We'll see how we'll see how they'll line it up in practice, you know. Wow. Um, Andrew Thomas, uh, he's now a captain of the team. Yes, he is. Uh, Evan Neal made the team, Jerry. Even though some people put out there that, um, you know, he's probably the worst draft pick. And worst that. form ever. Yeah, but he's on the right. team. He made it. Right. It's amazing. Right. So amazing he uh, made it. So the question right now. Any surprise? I don't think there's really, like I said, we really no surprise there. The only question, Jerry, is going to be who plays left guard against Tennessee. That's going to be the only question mark right now. Yeah. As far as Andrew Thomas, you know, somebody told me the other day that Dable loves Andrew Thomas, not just as a player, but as a, as believe it or not, as a leader. No. And I was like, when I heard, this was like two days ago I heard this. And I, when I heard this, I was like, Really, Andrew Tom and they, you know, and the person told me, yeah, listen, Thomas is a quiet kid, but he's got that aura around him. When he walks around, people just gravitate towards him, and when he speaks, they listen. Yeah, the play on the field speaks for itself. He's been, you know, he had a very good year last year, and he looks very good this training camp and Excellent. joint scrimmages yeah. and yeah. right. He looks very Games. good. Yep. And sure enough, dude, like two days later, like today. He gets voted by his uh, by by his teammates as a captain. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, considering where he came from, where just two years ago, you know, there was a point in the season where we were like, "Is this guy a complete bust?" Right. Remember? I mean, they brought yeah. in another coach to work with him. Right. And, and Judge was concerned. And since then, I mean, you know, we know he's had some injury issues, but man, last year he was he, he turned it on last year, and now it's at the point where he is the anchor of your offensive line. It's a great story. I know you, you did a – I'm pretty sure you, you did a story on him a couple of years ago. I don't know if you interviewed him or not, but you did a great story on him uh, off the field. He just seems like a great kid, and I'm yep. really glad it's working out for him. Really glad. Yeah, and it's look, it's a credit to Dave Gettleman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, there's plenty of stuff to rip apart with Dave Gettleman. Yeah. But he did draft him. He, did he didn't see, draft he, he, he didn't draft Becton. Right. right. And – got to give him that. And, and it's he's turning out to be uh, – I, I, look – Look, dude, he had a really good year last year on a bad wheel. Right, right. On a bad wheel. He needed yes. surgery in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, you look at him this year and you say, hey, he could be a Pro Bowl or a Pro Bowl alternate. That's the way I'm yeah. looking at with him this year. Maybe yeah. even a Pro Bowler. I'm not going to yeah. go all Pro, but I'm going to go Pro Bowler, at least Pro Bowl alternate. That's where I'm going with him this year. He's going to need two years in a row to be spectacular. Then he'll make all Pro. You, you uh, rarely get it the year you break out. So, so yeah, you know, but 
That's great news for the Giants. Great yes. news, you know. And then yeah. you got Evan Neal on the other side, who's definitely flash. We know what he could do so far. And, and, I, and, and the eye test tells me that Evan Neal's a little bit ahead of where Andrew Thomas was at this point in his career. Oh, I don't think there's any question about that, bro. Yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And that's good news, right? That's yep. good news. Very good. So the question, all right, guys, you know, people are wondering, like, okay, so if Neal or Andrew Thomas goes down, who comes off the sideline and plays tackle? Well, we're going to see how quickly Ezekiel catches up in the next few weeks because it'll probably be him over Devery Hamilton. Okay, so we'll see how Ezekiel catches up in the next few weeks. Either of those guys goes down, I run to church and light a candle. Like, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. yeah. Unless you could put the, unless you could get the pads on and fly out to Tennessee quick and give him a few reps. <laughs> so man, you know? come so, on. So. So what do you do? You know, you got to remember something too. They have nine offensive linemen. They're going to draft, probably dress seven on game day. Yeah. Probably Zidiu and Brennison, you know, uh, and maybe eight, but most teams like to dress seven for game day, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that there's the issue. There, so that's the offensive line. No surprises, like we said. No, no, nobody like. Wow, I can't believe he got. No, nothing. So, yeah. So let's go to let's go to Wink. Yeah. The fun side of the ball. The tank baby. commander. The fun side of the ball. <laughs> really is. Can't wait to see this. Can't wait to see this. All right. You know what? Defensive line, let's get it out of the way because nothing surprised me, right? Dexter Lawrence made it. <laughs> Dexter Lawrence made it. He's a captain with Leonard, Leonard Williams, Justin Ellis, Davidson, and Nick Williams. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Five guys, right? Lawrence, Williams, and Ellis are going to be the main rotation, I imagine. But, um, no, Williams and uh, Dexter Lawrence, right. What did yeah. you say, Ellis? No, I said Lawrence, Williams, yes. and, and, yeah, yes. and Ellis will be in that rotation. Right, you'll see a lot of two-man front Williams. and You're going to see mostly Williams and Dexter. Yeah. And then once in a while he'll go to that base 3-4. That's where you'll see Justin Ellis. Right. You know, I tell you what, dude. I, I just want to bring this up quick. I, I really like this DJ Davidson. Yeah, he's strong, right? He's a big, powerful kid, man, who could push yeah. that. He could push those linemen up front, man. Yeah. Um, he, he really – he was a kid at first beginning of camp. It's like, oh, you know, he started getting his foot and he started getting his feel. And here he is on the 53. You know, none of that practice squad stuff. No, he, he made the – I tell you, I like him up front, man. I think – watch for him as the season goes along when he, when he gets his 10 reps, you know, whatever, might, uh, 10 snaps a game, whatever it might be. Seems like the but, perfect guy to bring in on, a, on a, when you know it's a running play at the nose, no? He's a big body, dude. Yeah. He's a big body. Yep. Yeah. He's a big body. Um, yep. Justin Ellis played a lot against the Jets. You know, he didn't get much reps this summer, preseason-wise, and uh, and he was out there. He was pretty active. So you got, you know what? You got two guys in that middle with Ellis and DJ. You know, yeah. when they go to that three up front, um, and when they rotate around all that stuff. So, Jerry, just keep in mind. I think Leonard Williams is gonna have a monster year this year. I really do. I think Leonard Williams is gonna have a big year, and I think Dexter Lawrence. I think I said this last year, but like I did with the Colorado Avalanche, I might be a year. To, I might be a little, uh, late, dude. Uh, I think Dexter Lawrence is going to have a really big year for the Giants you, this year, too. So I'll ask you, as the season goes on, who you like in hockey for this year? <laughs> so I'm yeah, yeah, for yeah. Because I, I don't know if you remember, Jerry, last year, like two years ago, I was like, Jerry, this Colorado team stacked. They're going to Cup. And they lost in the second round, and then they win yeah. the Cup this year. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I, lo- I I think Dexter Lawrence, the way he's been moving his camp preseason. Well, the, the way comment been- you made early in camp was Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams are blowing up the center of that line. They're they killing it, dude. They were. Yeah. They were. 
So, so that's, that was, that's, you know, hey, look, if our line can function against other teams and is getting blown up by our own guys, it's a, maybe yeah. that's a scenario where it's kind of a good thing. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Dude, I have to be honest with you, Jimmy. I know they picked up Dex's fifth year, so he's here another year. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, call me crazy. I'm thinking Pro Bowl alternate, Pro Bowl for him too, bro. I really wow. am. I think him and Leonard Williams are going to be have a really good season for the Giants. Good. Awesome. Uh, the guys uh, who are cut, I, I look for Ryder Anderson to land in the practice squad. Yeah. He flashed yep. at times. Got you know? some size. Yep. Uh, and and they cut Jalen Holmes and David Moa and all and, and all that yeah. stuff. So. Yep. All right. Edge. All right. All right. So. Well, this, here's going to be a pretty big surprise category right here. Yes. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, right? Well, the biggest one is, I'm, you're right on, you're going to go ahead and say it. The X-Man. But he looked good. No, I'm not saying he didn't look good. Yeah, I'm no, just saying. I, know. I mean, I, I'm with you. Like, it's a surprise, but you said it on Twitter. He was shot out of a cannon when he decided to rush the passer. <laughs> and then people were making jokes about it. I'm like, no, 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 guys. He was shot out of a cannon when he decided to rush. So he's kind uh, of earned it. He's Look, Jerry, I said this in OTAs. Yeah. I was like, dude. We, we both said it, I think. Like, dude. Yeah, right. He ain't making his team. <laughs> no, no. You know, they drafted Thibodeau and... And Jihad Ward, they brought him over. Aziz's second year, and Ellison Smith, his second. And we were like, well, X-Man is done. Well, here we are in the 53, and X-Man is still here. And look, like I put on Twitter today, he deserved it. He had a good camp. He really did. Now, whether or not he stays when when he makes some roster moves, I don't know. But he was definitely one of the big – not today, Jerry, that he made it. That didn't shock me because I, I I thought he had a good chance, right? No. Just at the beginning of camp, if you would have told me, right. Chris, on October 30th, Zimenez is going to make this team, I would have said, no effing way. If you jumped in a DeLorean at the beginning of camp and right. got to today, you'd be like, yeah, there's no way he's making no way. this team. Right. I, if you think I'm going to be a freaking hypocrite and say, well, Jerry, you know, I kind of really thought he kind of, you know, he might make it. You know, no, I didn't give him any chance of making right. this and- roster. And he made it over Quincy Roche, really. Yeah. Which yeah. is again, this isn't this isn't Dable's this wasn't Dable's team. So you kinda had the sense that Roche may have been the odd man out. You weren't sure as it kinda yeah. went on. Yeah. And then you just felt it on Sunday. Like I think Roche was playing kinda late in that game and I just thought, oh yeah. man, I don't know if it looks good for him, man. Absolutely. And, and yeah. he was get, and he was mostly with the threes in training camp. Yep. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, you know he yeah. was mostly. That's look when you're in every day in training camp and you see the ones, the twos, and three. That's when you get a feel of what they're thinking. You know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I knew he was kind of on the bubble. Yeah. I kind of yeah. liked him. I, I liked what he did last year, but he didn't show enough in preseason, in the preseason games, and in training camp to make the roster, dude. And Taman Fox made it. Taman Fox. Who, who, which Fox was, was shot out of a cannon off the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, I feel Tamon could be a guy that could be in trouble sure. when it makes some roster moves. But yeah. God bless him. You know, I, I didn't think he did enough, to be honest with you, to make this roster. Yeah. Yeah. But Drew Wilkins and Wink Martindale did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right now, he's out there. You know, uh, you got to remember, too, you know, Thibodeau's kind of banged up right now. Aziz is banged up. So um, that was a little bit of a surprise. Chris, Carter Coughlin? Uh, real quick, real quick. Yeah. All things considered, Thibodeau and Ojolari on the outside, right? So one of them gets a blow. Who's the third guy in? Is it Ward or is it Zimenez? I would go with Jihad Ward, yeah. Okay, 
Right. Jihad water. I would say jihad water. All right, it's like let's not get nuts. It's water. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I, that's my opinion. I think it's jihad water. Right. You know. Okay. Just wondering. Um. All right. So, Sorry, bud. No, 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 no. So on the inside, Jerry, I, I, I we talked about. I thought Carter Coughlin could be on a bubble. Mm-hmm. I thought he could be in trouble. Uh, he makes it. Uh, special teams obviously put him over the top. And he would. And Beaver's injury. And a Beaver's injury, obviously, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you hate to say it, but it helped him. You know. Yeah, it did. Um, and look, you know, I was curious about every special, every head coach wants good special teams, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, that's part of it. It's one of the three phases of the game. But I was curious about how much emphasis, how much emphasis Dable was going to put on special teams because we all know what Judge did, right? Mm-hmm. Kept guys like Camp Brown a few years ago, Carter Coffins, and. But I think Dable, I think he said it, right? I think he said it yesterday. Oh, yeah, no, I put a lot of emphasis on special teams. And he proved, and his actions spoke for itself today. Yeah, yeah. Keeping guys, well, we knew Cam Brown was staying. Cam, see. Best player. Best, and, best and, and, for you guy, and for you guys, and for you kids in high school, whoever's listening, college, here's a prime example, Jerry, of a guy who could be sticking around a while on an NFL roster because of special teams. That's Cam Brown. Yeah. Who was named captain today? Yep. Right. Cam Brown is on this roster for one reason, because yep. he's an excellent special teams player. That's right. Yeah, and they list him at inside linebacker, right? I mean, that's how that's how valuable he is. It's almost like where are we, you know, where can we have more guys? Right. What position can we afford to have an extra guy? It's that one, and he's on the team. But he's on the team. Like Chris said, because of special teams. He's the best special teams player we have. He's been for a few years now. He's you know, he's making a career out of this. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make a career out of this. Yep. Different yep. position, but like Diasi. Linebacker, was never good enough to be a linebacker, turned himself into a long snapper and had and played what, ten years? Twelve years? Yep. What did he play? Diasi, right? Yeah, he's drafted in 07. There yep. you go. Yeah. Brown. Cam Brown okay. is is Cam Brown is on that same path. Keep playing like that, and guess what? You're going to be on an NFL roster, probably with the Giants for a while. I think of like Keon Crossan. He's another guy, right? You know, he's a corner, but he's not. You know, he's more of just a special teams guy. Right, and he was excellent for us last year. He was excellent for us, right? These guys stick. Right. So Ellison. Okay, I'm sorry. Austin Calitro. (laughs) I mean, how could you not keep him? (laughs) What he did Sunday looked like Harry Carson out there. So Jerry, I, I I was telling this, you know, I was telling the story to somebody, and I think I even put it on Twitter. Yeah. The beginning of camp, you know, we get the rosters, and there's a hundred guys on the roster. We all know ninety guys, the whole deal. Yeah. And I'm going down the first day of training camp. I'm going down the roster, and you know, and there's always a few guys like, oh, okay, he's a body mm-hmm. camp. Yeah, he's a body camp. He's a camp body. You know, yeah. he'll be gone. First cuts, right? Yep. Yep. Well, he was one of those guys. I looked at him and said, well, what the hell is this? You know, Austin, I think, you know, he played a few teams in the league. Few years. Yeah, okay, that's nice. He's a camp body. He'll be gone. Yeah. But then he started playing football. <laughs> right, right, right. Then he started playing the preseason games. Yeah. And, I, you know, Jerry, after the Jets game, I, I said, I said, am I wrong here? Like, how do you release this guy? <laughs> you can't. Well, I guess Brian Dable... And Wink Martindale felt the same way because they put him on a 53. Now, he might be another guy, obviously, could be in danger when they start making a few roster moves and picking up guys in other positions, whatever it might be. But God bless him, dude. He deserved to be here. Yeah, he did. He deserved to be here. Yeah, made a few plays in that game, not just the touchdown. Um, But, 
Yeah, I mean, you see him Sunday, and, and like you said, how do you cut a guy like that? You know, he's, he's performing. And I'll tell you what, you know, they, if they pick up another inside linebacker, you keep him or you keep Carter Coughlin, right? Like, these are the decisions they're going to make. They probably know what they're going to do, but I'm just asking it out loud. I, yeah. You think, could be Coughlin that goes, right? Calitro, it's like, you know what? Yeah. Kids earned, guys earned it. You know, he's 27 I mean, years he, old. Guys yeah. earned it. And he plays special teams, too. Yeah, right, right. There you go. You know? yep. So that'll be interesting if they do that, um, if they, if they go down that path. Elsa Smith, you know, he's listed, but he's going to be in the IR, I'm pretty sure, yeah. coming up. Yep, yep. His foot was in a boot last week, you know, and he's walking around, sorry. Excuse me, he's going to be out. No, the guy can't just can't get healthy. And Michael McFadden, who I thought came on and finished camp pretty strong. Yeah. He makes the 53. Yeah. He forced the fumble and, Sunday. And he's right. He punched the ball out there for Michael yep. Carter, I believe it was. And he, and here he is on the on the 53 as one of the inside linebacker guys. So yep. That's where you are um, with the linebackers. Before we get to the next position, we're going to take a break, guys. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. All right, dude. Two more positions. Uh, corner. Mm. Mm, looks thin, buddy. Looks thin. <laughs> we keep five. Keep a Dory Jackson, obviously. Darnay Holmes, Aaron Robinson, Radarius Williams, and Cordell Flott, who struggled Sunday. But it is what it is. He's a rookie. Um, when they upgrade this position over the next few days, right. <laughs> who's the odd man out? Uh, well, well, Darius Williams is going to go on IR, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, there it is. You know, he hasn't played all summer, so he's going to go on IR. Yep. And right now, you know, you're down to Cordell Flott, you know? Mm. So, Oof. don't forget, you could do different packages. You know, Julian could kick out into the slot, kick yep. out on the outside if needed. Yeah. All different, you know. Uh, and I admit, I'm a lot more patient with Flot than I'm acting. I, I, you know, Flot's a rookie. Yeah. It is what it is with him. I, I get yeah. it. it. But, yeah. you know, it, it's just that we have no margin for error at that second cornerback spot. None. Right. I, 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 it's Aaron Robinson and Cordell Flot and Dorney Holmes is the slot guy. Okay. Holy cow. I so, think you have to go out and try look at that waiver wire and bring ooh. another corner in here, you know? Do you ever. Yeah. My God. So, um... Because, like you said, if one guy goes down, you know, and all that, you know, and but they could do different things. Yes, go that slot. And now, now one positive: Dane Belton looks like he's going to be back pretty soon. Yeah, um, he was, you know, he was a safety that was pretty promising. And he, was, he was playing pretty well when he got hurt. Um, everybody and is else that got Chris. Is that thin? I'm seeing three safeties. Don't you want to ideally yeah. have four? Yeah, I think they might bring in. There's another position they might bring in a guy. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you know, because right now you have. The three, and but that's a position you know you might want to bring in a fourth guy because you know you don't know what Belton too when he comes back. So two of whom, Chris, are captains. Yes, sir. Xavier and my my boy Julian Love, who could do it all. He's special teams captain. He's defensive captain. He's probably he he's probably offensive offensive captain somewhere. You know, Captain America. Just call him Captain Giant. <laughs> and did you see Julian today? The presser. The guy was choking yeah. up. Very nice. Yeah. Guy was choking up. He's yeah. honored to be a captain, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah. made the comparison before. I'll say it again. He's got the kind of feel to me that, that George Martin had, where he was a performer on some pretty bad teams. And when this team gets good again, I'm going to be very happy for a guy like Julian Love, who was uh, there all along kicking ass the whole time. So uh, I agree um, with you, man. You know, uh, just love him. Uh, I not like Julian Love. 
How could you not love Julian Love? Seriously, yep. how could you yep. not love Julian Love? I mean, yep. I love him. I, I make it known. Uh, you know, I, I talk to him every chance I could. <laughs> you know, now we're back in a locker room. I'm probably stalking him a few times, talking to him after games, you know, during the week. You know, I, I admit it. I admit it. I got a man crush on Julian Love. I admit it. You know, Sorry. I'm man enough to admit it. You know, no, Notre Dame guy, you know, yeah. so, you know, I will admit it. He's got it all going on, Chris. He's got it all going on, you know, and so, <laughs> uh, absolute sweetheart of a, of a, of a guy and, and, and he just does it all for this team. So I'm yeah. so happy for him. Yeah. He was, he was truly honored to be named captain. He was not bullshitting or the way, you know, that yeah. press today, you can see he got a little choked up. That's Julian. He is yeah. not putting on an act. That's, that's him, you know? Yep. Yeah. So I expect to see another safety in here uh, and, Probably another corner, dude, in yeah. these next few. You can start claiming, guys, I think 4 o'clock tomorrow or noon tomorrow on the waiver. I think it's noon tomorrow on the waiver wire. You can start claiming, guys, and the Giants obviously be pretty high up in that clip, you know, because of last year's record. So. Right now, I put it priority cornerback one, tight end two, safety three. The only reason I say safety three is because I'm very happy if, you know, if McKinney and Love are healthy all year. Okay, great. I know, you know, I know you need a third and a fourth, but based on what's starting, I'm happy. I mean, corner, it's like, my God, who's the second corner? It's Aaron Robinson, I guess. And then tight end, holy cow, we're going with Bellinger to start. I, you know, corner and tight end for me are one and two, then safety. Right. right. So we'll see what, uh, we'll see what Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, Josh. <laughs> we'll oh see God. what Joe Shane, you know, he's, you know, they look, you know, they're working his waiver wise right now, looking at everybody. Yeah. Um, who was released from teams, and um, and I'm, I, they're going to have to bring in a few guys, no question about it. Especially because you know some guys are going to be going on IR tomorrow. Yeah, and so that's the that's the 53 where we're at right now. Well, like Graham Gano also is trending in the right direction, right? Yeah, he'll be back. You know, they they, they released Santoso 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 today. Uh, yeah, yeah, Graham Gano, he'll 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 be fine. He'll, he'll be Don't fine go diving him. Graham after after guys anymore. Just let the guy run. I, I get it. We get that you're trying. You're too important. Just run off the field if the guy gets past you. You know, I know oh. you want to try. Come on. <laughs> Don't go diving. And by the way, some guy, one guy that got cut that I wanted to see make it, Trenton Thompson. That's a shame. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you brought that team. up. I, I yeah. thought he had a shot. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up, Joey. I totally forgot about him. Yep. When I saw that Yusef Corker got released. Yeah. Uh, because Thompson did pass him up at a depth shot. No doubt about it. You know? Yep. Um, I thought maybe he had a chance. Uh, because I liked what he was doing. I really liked him. Um, I expect him on a practice squad if he makes it through. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was a little, not su- I shouldn't say surprised, but I was hoping he'd make it. I thought he had a shot. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would say that the disappointments were him, and I would like to have seen Backman make it just because, I mean, what else does the guy have to do besides catch everything thrown his way? I get it. It's a numbers game. You have more talented yeah. receivers there. I understand Darius Slayton has more God-given talent than Backman, but it's like, he did everything asked of him. You know, it is what it is. So guys like that, you just you feel for them. Hopefully, you know, they get back on the practice squad and maybe get a chance later on. But Yep. Um, but I, I expect overall, that. I expect Backman to be on the practice squad. Is this yeah. the – Jerry, this is like the third year in a row, right? Backman got I think, released. I think he's been there since 2019. I think it's I think fourth. The fourth year in a row he's been released. And, I'm pretty oof. sure it's the fourth year on the team, at least in some capacity on the team. Yeah. Wow. And in 2019, he might have been picked up later in the year. But I mm-hmm. think you're right. I think three times now, cut and brought back. So. I, I was curious whether or not they would keep him, Jerry, because they had, you know, Dable had Cole Beasley up in Buffalo. And yeah. I'm not saying he's Cole Beasley, but he's had, you know, he has that type of game. I thought 
Yeah. After what he did in the preseason game, I said, I, you know, I was probably that was probably a pretty tough cut for him. Yeah, I'm sure there was some they were going back and forth. You know, um, I'm yeah. sure that was a pretty tough one for him. Yeah, but no real, like you said, no real shockers or stunts no. where you're like, oh my god, they no. cut this guy. No, so. and I think even going forward, I don't expect any anything major. I mean, no. if Darius no. Slayton gets traded, I'm not surprised. If they bring in a better, another middle linebacker and cut Coughlin or Kalitra, I'm not stunned. Like you said, Williams or Darius Williams probably goes to IR. They bring in a, a corner, tight end, you know, Myrick or um, Hudson are going to be the odd man out. They bring someone in. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I don't think there's any surprises coming up either, dude. So. No, dude, uh, I I don't. There's just you know, look. It's just not deep enough, dude. Talent wise, you know. <laughs> right. You know, it's not thirteen or fourteen where you say, "Well, there's gonna be some really good guys getting released here." You know. Yeah. Uh, like like the Buccaneers released the receiver today, Tyler Johnson, who probably yeah. could fit in really well with a lot of teams in this league. You know, so right. because they're so deep receiver wise, the Giants really don't have that issue. Right. Um. So, but here we are, dude. You know. They're going to make a few moves and all that, and everything's back to normal at the facility. We're, we're regular season mode now. Um, it, it's getting exciting, Jerry. Yeah. I, I'm sure you're getting excited. I think the Giants fan base is getting excited. Very. Uh, because, you know, Brian Dable, I know, is getting very excited. They just can't wait that these few days settles down and you know, have to make some waiver moves. and You know, it's a very hectic time. For general managers and coaches, uh, they have to have meeting after meeting to see who stays, who goes. Coaches, what coach wants this guy to stay? And Joe Shane's got to release guys and pick up guys and practice. Now you got to get your practice squad together. It's a crazy time, dude. So mm-hmm. what? What the Giants are going to do is they're going to have a practice tomorrow, um, maybe in pads. Thursday they'll have a pretty, probably a pretty light workout, and then the players will be gone for the weekend. Right. Probably have a light workout Monday. Tuesday is the players' days off. We're now in game mode. And then Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, you practice for the Tennessee Titans. So that's – it came fast. That's where we're at, you know. Um, it's which And it's exciting times, especially – especially. look, you're not going to really have these rosters settled down to probably at the end of week two, you know. And then you really have your 53. And obviously when guys get injured and all that stuff. But yeah. it's going to be guys going back and forth this week. Um, but – you know, your core guys are there. You can look at your core guys. and you got to hope Tony comes back. I mean, give Daniel a damn chance. You know, know what I'm saying, dude? Shot, right. Last cut. You know, that, that second preseason game, he started looking good. He looked good. Uh, he was efficient. And he's, you know, like you said, the last few practices, he's looked good. And it's like, let's give this guy a chance. We're all rooting for him, man. I yeah. don't think he'll be the guy next year. But let's give him a shot. Right? Give let's him give him his shot. weapons. Give the kid a shot. I mean, you know, we don't know what's going on with Tony. Thank God Shep's back. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Galladay's like a shell of himself. You know, we don't know what the hell we're going to get out of him. And you're going to – look, and folks, I'm going to say this. You know, Wondell Robinson, the kid, should have a – he should have a little impact on this offense. No question about it. But, dude, it's a whole different ball game September 11th when they're game planning for you. Yeah. You know, this is like that. I was talking about the Davis Webb thing. Like, you know, people, oh, my God, look at the way he was slinging it. You think Davis Webb would do that against Tennessee? Huh? Come on. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. This is a whole different ball game now. Now when Tennessee's preparing for you, they have a game plan for you and all that. But, you know, Saquon Barkley is going to be the key, Jerry. He's going to yeah. be the key, dude. Yeah. He is going to be the focal point of this offense, running and receiving. 
And we'll get into it more, dude. We'll get into it more as we get closer to game time next week. You know, because yes. next week we're going to talk about the Titans. We're going to talk about the Titans. We're going to talk unbelievable, about unbelievable, dude. It's unbelievable. It really is, dude. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Titans. We're going to talk about what we expect. Uh, well, you know, uh, now now I start looking at all these rosters again and see, oh, well, that's right. I forgot they got this guy in free agency. They got this guy. This tomato's on his team. Or this guy's gone. Whatever it might be, you know. Um, yeah. And I like I I kind of like you know I was watching their I was looking at their preseason game the other day and. You saw Malik Willis doing some things. Right? You saw Malik Willis taking off, and and boom, you know, it hit me. As Colonel Kurtz would say, "Apocalypse now, like a diamond crystal bullet through my forehead." I said to myself, "You know, Malik Willis is going to be a part of this offense. He's got watch. He's going to be in. He's going to have a little package for him, especially could be in that side, that ten yard line, right? Because this kid is good, bro. This kid yeah. is good." Talented, you know, um, and Ryan, Ryan Tannehill better get off. He better play well at the beginning of the yeah. year. Yeah, I'm telling you now. So, um, and so I was like, oh man, I said, I said, they're gonna be doing things with him against the Giants. Garen freaking T, they're gonna be doing, you know. Yeah. Um, so next week, that's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, this final 53 crap is over. Training camp, who looks good? Who looks good? Who's doing it? That's over with, brother. Yeah, right. This is it now. You know. Done. Yep. And Saquon Barkley, Mr. Foley, Saquon Barkley, get him the damn ball. Dable's no dummy. He's going to get him the damn ball. Yeah. I think, by the way, speaking of Dable, getting a feel in him, talking about Kafka, who's going to call the plays. Look for Kafka to call the plays. Yeah. Everything went smooth. I could tell Dable really liked the way it went in preseason games with Kafka. They seem to be on the same page. And don't forget, you know, Dable's got the headset on. He could, ch- he could, he whatever the hell he wants to do, he could do. No, Mike, what, boom, 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 no, run this, uh, whatever the hell might be, you know. So, but I strongly feel, I could be wrong in this, but I strongly feel Kafka will call the plays uh, this season. You know, it's this is stupid, and I'll, I admit it, but I don't care. I don't care <laughs> if my offensive coordinator is in the booth or on the field, but I, I want my defensive coordinator on the field. I don't know why. Really? I want my D coordinator on the field with his guys. But offensive, I don't care. Really? Call him in the booth, bro. I don't know. See, Jerry, and look, you're not wrong either way, bro. Uh, you yeah. know, th- some teams do it in the booth. Very successful. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> some guys believe. I just like the coordinator, Jerry, down on the sideline. And I hope he is Kafka. We're not sure yet, you know. I know he was up in the booth for the preseason, right? So, yeah, he was. Um, I like it because I like if something goes wrong. And the quarterback's coming off the field, and you could sit right next to him. Yeah. Look at that, like that Josh McDaniels Brady relationship. You know, you look at that tablet, bubble, bubble, bubble. You know, where upstairs you got to do it through the phone. I kind of like the guy on the sideline and getting his guys. Just that's just me. Yeah. I'm not saying it, it can't be successful up in a, I, I That's just me personally. I like that. Sit next to him on the bench. Yeah. What the hell, you know, bubble talking, this and that, looking at that. T- I know they could do it from the boot too, but I'm just saying yeah. I like that personal touch more. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like Kafka might be upstairs, you know, we'll see, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, the feeling I get today and the feeling I've been getting is that Kafka will call the place. One more thing, totally non-Giants related, but I got to say it. Josh Rosen got cut today by the Browns. Now, I'm not surprised by it. I mean, you know, Barkley wasn't the right pick at two, but there were some other really bad ones, Chris. <laughs> like, 
Mayfield, Darnold, wow. Rosen, all off the teams they started. Rosen's off like I don't know three or four teams. Like, that's just amazing to me. Yeah, that's I, I, I. Has there been? A, I wonder. I, I just got to look back at this. Has there been a time when the top ten, especially quarterbacks, teams got it so wrong? Oh man, I would have to look at it. I would imagine there's definitely two, but I don't know if there's been three, dude. I don't know. Right? I would have to go back in history and look at the draft picks. Draft, you know, draft yeah, just, classes. It just hit me today. Like, holy yeah. cow! I mean, top ten picks, right? And well, Donald might have been eleven. He might have been eleven, but he I was, think he was ten. About going as high as two. Maybe, I think he was ten. 10. I think yeah, Rosen right. was ten. They traded up for him, didn't they? Yeah, they, they yeah. did trade up. Yeah, I could yeah, I, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he was ten. I think he. But was. he was talked about going one. Like oh, he was, yeah. You know, yeah. it was which one are you taking? Which one of these stars are you taking? Man, it's, and, isn't going. that unbelievable, dude? Donald, forget about him. Uh, Mayfield's over here, Carolina, and Rosen's going to be on his 15th team probably soon. And, and Lamar uh, Jackson went, what, 32? Yeah. 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 I tell you. <laughs> and dude, Josh Allen, you know, that's the only guy. Jerry. Talk look, about top 10 and stay with his team. Anyway. Coaching and scouting, brother. Yeah. I'll say it again for the 10,000th time. Just because you, a guy's an NFL scout and you say, oh, well, he must really know players. He's in a – yeah, okay. Right. It's like everything else in life. It's like oh, there's, there's good ones and there's guys that are like half tomatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah, that is incredible, is. dude. Yeah. Um, no question about it. that is that uh, you know Giants will see Baker in week two. He's already shooting his mouth off. He's gonna kill. He can't wait to kill his former team. And uh, Baker, shut up, dude. Right. You know? What are you doing? What are you doing? And and they have a good defense. If I was you, I would shut your mouth, bro. Before you, before your boy Clowney takes his freaking head off. You know, so calm down. You, yeah, you one know. more thing: Do the Raiders now <laughs> own the two biggest draft busts in NFL history. The Raiders with Jamarcus Russell and, and Leatherwood. I mean, oh, pick man. number 17, getting cut the next year, Woo! and taking a $6 million hit. Wow. You got, you got other number one picks that have machine guns, shooting people, what the hell they yeah. running around machine guns. Javon Mullen, I just saw he was traded today. Yep. Oh, boy, Mike Mayock. Woof. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah Mike, Mike Mayock does not make a good case for guys like Mel Kuyper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I saw it immediately. I knew it was going to happen, dude. Right. As soon as Leatherwood got cut. What do you think? What do you think? We're gonna pick hey, him up? hey, guys, what do you think? Should we get a yeah. grand play him a go- Guys, he's a 17th overall pick that was released after one year. Yeah. That should tell you something. Yeah. Something's going on there. Yeah. Josh McDaniels couldn't wait to get. And, now, and, and dude, there was rumors of that like weeks ago they were going to cut him. I was like, nah, yeah, I can't pay. Yeah. Yeah. Are they really going to give up on this kid this quick? Well, yeah. obviously there's other things going on too. Okay, no, I know right away. Oh yeah, oh no, pick. Well, why do you think he was just released from the team that drafted him last year? Seventy. Right. There's things going on there. Stay away from it. You know. This, I mean, that is that is quick to get cut. One oh, year later, seventeenth overall. Wow. Come on, you know. So obviously, there's things going on there. You know? And a team that has maybe the thirty-first or thirty-second ranked offensive line. That <laughs> speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. That's right? like us cutting yeah. a Dory Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's like all of a sudden tomorrow, uh, David walks away from Dory Jackson, right? Right. right? So be like, wow, you didn't like him. Oof. So just yeah. when you see things like that, everybody, just just take a collective breath and go. Wait a minute. You know why yeah. did this team get rid of this guy so quick? Something's going on here. Yep. You know. Um, yeah, but look, stuff, dude. Shane, 
inherited a mess. You know, the roster's not deep. We know that. And Shane's going to try to get this thing going, foundation, next few years. Um, so we expect a few moves. No question about it, Jerry. There's going to be a few yeah. things going on in the next few days. Guys in IR, who's going to get picked up? Um, but the core guys, the core special teams will start coming in. McGahee. And then you have, you know, Wink, the tank commander is going to get, he's going to start game planning. <laughs> Can't wait. Cannot wait. You know? And it's going to be an interesting week one. And we'll see with Daniel. Just I just hope Daniel has Kadarius. You know, I hope, I think, you know, we we'll, we know Shep's going to be there. He's going to have Kadarius, Shep, Wandale, hopefully. Could do some things. I'm not expecting much out of Galde, But if we get something out of Galde, God bless. And, and, and Saquon. Look at Jerry, Saquon. Just think Saquon because if he's doing his thing, it opens it up for everybody. And Saquon is on a mission, and we know that. We feel we have a better run-blocking offensive line, dude, right? Yeah. Yep. we got some big boys up front, especially that building, Evan Neal up front. Thomas looks like he's, you know, uh, man, looks like he's going to be real solid in year three, even better than last year. Um, but Saquon, brother, you know, uh, he's going to be the king. If if he's there, when I don't care where I'm picking in the first round of my fantasy draft, I'm taking Saquon Barkley. That's how I'm, I'm high, that's how high I am. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and everyone's gonna laugh. They're gonna go, here comes the homer. Here comes yeah. the homer taking Barkley first. And you know what? Laugh. Offensive lines improve. We have a real offensive mind at, at head coach. We have a real offensive coordinator and an angry Saquon. It's gonna be a monster year if he's healthy. Monster. Yeah. Well, look, dude. You know, I was on I, I was on a Sirius XM, the fantasy show. Yeah. The other night, and they were telling me, "Oh, I'm taking Saquon." <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Chris, what do you think? You know, Saquon. I heard he's pissed. I'm like, dude, he is pissed. Yeah, yeah. he he feels he's got a lot. That he's sick and tired of people talking about him. And this guy, he's gonna go off if he's healthy. You know. And I just said when I said monster year, it reminded me of it's a monster hand, and I'm laying it down. It's a monster <laughs> hand, I'm laying it down. So we've quoted The Exorcist, yeah. Apocalypse Now, Rudy, and Rounders. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that's we'll try to get it. We'll try to get four movies in every podcast. <laughs> try to get four, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, good stuff, buddy. All right, we'll be back uh, sometime next week, probably later in the week, to do the preview, do picks, which is has to be Chris's favorite segment every week, um, and uh, maybe fit in an interview with a giant as well, uh, former giant that we're working on. I just got to see what day we can do this and what day it's going to work for him. So. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, we're almost there. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.